Welcome to episode 152 of Vegas Revealed. Las Vegas is getting its first cannabis-friendly hotel, and the building's got a lot of history of its own. It's also getting a Cajun steakhouse. We've got all the details. And get ready to pay for parking at Resorts World, but not so fast. We have a major tip that will keep you parking for free. Madonna's coming to the Strip, but will fans fill an arena for her? Hear what some are saying and her competition just across the street. Plus, a huge construction project near the heart of the Strip. It's definitely going to cause some traffic headaches for the next year and a half. What you need to know to avoid it. Oh boy. And it's the Year of the Rabbit. Las Vegas always celebrates Chinese New Year with breathtaking displays, entertainment, and food. All that and more coming up on Vegas Revealed. But first, this just in, the Vegas Near Me app is now available in both the Apple App Store and on Google Play. Yeah, think of Vegas Near Me as a concierge in your pocket. You'll find more than 16,000 Las Vegas businesses and activities. There's tons of detailed information, and it's accurate and up to date. You can even book an Uber right from within the app. Use our Vegas Revealed link that we have provided down in our show notes and download it on your phone today. Instead of reviews, Vegas Near Me has compiled thousands of Las Vegas-related YouTube channels and podcasts like Vegas Revealed so that you can hear about and see real-life experiences at the places that you're searching. You watch and listen all inside the app. It's taken six years and a team of more than 40 people around the world to develop Vegas Near Me. Download and don't forget to use our link. And again, it's available now in the Google Play Store in addition to the Apple Store. Exciting news. If it's fun to do or see, it's on Vegas Near Me. Let's spin the wheel. Welcome to episode 152 of Vegas Revealed. Sean McAllister here along with Dana Roselli. And, uh, you know, we're starting this week's podcast (laughs) with uh, kind of a a pair of topics. One that's going to cause major headaches and another, who knows, it could help alleviate them. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Well, we're going to start with the negative and move to the positive, right? It's always a good way. They always say, do you want the good news or the bad news? We we leave you with the good news. How about that? (laughs) Yes. All right. Well, the bad news is something called Dropicana, which one thing I did not do is look up where that name came from. The, I think the Nevada <laughs> Department of Transportation actually came up with that name. Okay, good. Because they're dropping the Tropicana overpass mm-hmm. over the I-15. Right. So Although like, I have seen people say that's an awful name. I know. <laughs> and there's people proposing other ones like Tropageddon. Oh, but you know what? Dropicana, I mean, we're all like, it's catchy. It is catchy. It's memorable, and I guess that's all that matters. So it started a conversation. And Dot's uh, smarter than we are, Nevada <laughs> Department of Transportation, right? Um, well, anyway, this is going to impact, gosh, the I-15 at Tropicana for like a total of 18 months, which is a long time. But there are some parts of this closure that are going to be worse than others, right? There are, and that's coming up pretty quick. Yeah, it is. So I-15 at Tropicana. So for folks that don't live in Las Vegas and you're like, wait, where's that? That Tropicana is the road that goes right along uh, New York, New York. Yep. And then to the south is the Excalibur. 
Right. And Luxor and Mandalay Bay to the south and all that. But anyway, it's a very popular road. And um, this is the off-ramp to get there that's going to be shut down and the flyover that bumps you off the highway and then takes you east toward the Las Vegas Strip. And Tropicana is one of the very first exits that you get to on the I-15 when you're really entering the heart of the resort corridor. Exactly. So once you start seeing, once you're there with all the casinos to your right, um, Tropicana is one of the first exits that you get to, and that's not going to be an option. No. That exit is being taken away for the next year and a half while they do this massive reconstruction of the the roadway. Yeah, and, and it's interesting because that little section always backs up regardless. So it does. It's, it's, it's the such worst, a especially coming north. So you can imagine what this is going to be like. But um, the big FYI is coming up, and it's the 27th through the 30th of January. They're literally shutting down the I-15 from Russell. That's the exit before Tropicana to the south all the way to Flamingo, the exit north of Tropicana. So that's going to be a major closure on a weekend in Las Vegas. So just prepare for that. And you and I were trying to think, you know, what would be the best? I mean, if you're coming in from California, get off at Silverado and just take Las Vegas Boulevard north all the way. It's not a bad drive. It's doesn't have tons of traffic. It's the lights. There's going to be a few lights where you're going to have to stop. Instead and, of, you know, free-flowing. And it'll take you right past the Welcome to Las Vegas sign. Exactly. Which people don't really get to see when you're, you know, coming in mm-hmm. on the highway. So right. don't plan on getting on or off of the 15 at Tropicana until 2025. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, um, alleviating a headache. You know, maybe a little cannabis is for you. <laughs> okay? You know, it's all legal now in, in Nevada. So... We've been talking about how they've been trying to open and like there's all this stuff. I'm not even going to get into it. Pot lounges, places where people can actually smoke pot um, without having to do it outside in your own vehicle because we all smell it and it's caused a whole thing. But now the first ever cannabis friendly hotel is going to open and it's actually going to be called the Lexi, but it was once the famed artisan hotel boutique, which is a very popular place here in Las Vegas through the years, but it had its moments, right? It was like people would go and then you'd kind of stop going and then you'd go, but you always knew it was there because they have a great little lounge and kind of nightclubby area there that, that people enjoy going. I don't know how to explain it. What would you call the inside? Um, it's like an old, I don't want to say an old library. I mean, it but kind it's of like, is very reminiscent of like the old school Hollywood. Yes. Like old 1920s, 1930s boutique Hollywood hotels. Mm. Um, in the lounge, like you were saying, cool. that's right off of the hotel lobby. Mm -hmm. I used to go there all the time. Yeah. We'd go there just, you know, where we'd go and hang out for the night, but then there would always be after hours parties there. There'd be DJs, music playing. There's a a great pool area. Yeah. You did kind of feel like you were in someone's like nice house. It did. Old, 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 nice house, old historic. Yes. But like had cool little things when you turned every corner. And weren't there like a bunch of framed pictures yes. on the ceiling I think too. So. 
Possibly. Like with the gold, chunky gold frames and yet just a very eclectic vibe, but a really fun place. And I know a lot of people in Las Vegas have a lot of memories Mm -hmm. at the Artisan, but you know, that will now live on and you can make new memories at the Lexi. Yeah, so it's evolving into the Lexi, which is an elevations, hotels, and resorts, if you're familiar with that. Okay, it's going to be a 64-room hotel concept, which includes an entire fourth floor that will be designated cannabis-friendly. Each room is going to feature a state-of-the-art restore air filtration system that employs advanced oxidation cell technology. Wow. Yeah. It's a mouthful, but yeah. So isn't that interesting? They're going to dedicate a whole floor to rooms that you can smoke pot in, and um, they're going to have this whole advanced technology that will help the air quality and bring in oxidation. Because I did have someone actually ask me about that on Facebook. Like, well, how are they going to get the air, you know, make sure there's good oxygen? And I was like, well, first right. of all, if you're going to stay on that floor, you probably know it's going to... Smell like cannabis. Or if you're staying there, period. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but if not, um, <laughs> but anyway, but for the health reasons and everything like that, I guess this oxidation cell technology is going to help with that. And and this whole concept is part of a bigger idea of cannabis tourism. And Las Vegas, I think, especially with the dispensaries that are in such close proximity to the Las Vegas Strip, and really anywhere else that you go around the Las Vegas Valley. But this is the first hotel that is really embracing that idea in Las Vegas of cannabis tourism. So Mm -hmm. I have a feeling this is going to be a very popular spot. Yeah. And someone did comment on Twitter and said, oh, it's because they don't have, you know, like a gaming license. There's no gaming there. So they don't have to go through like a major level and a hassle like the other hotel casinos do. And I don't, I don't know if that's true. Sounded correct. Sounds good. Sounded good. <laughs> sounded correct. But yeah. So um, anyway, so yeah, the, so it's going to be cool. They're going to have a whole floor. They're going to do like a whole European pool concept. And then listen to this. They're opening a Cajun inspired steakhouse, which Ooh, I've never heard of. Me either. Cajun inspired. That piqued my interest. Because I love wow. steak and I love a little Cajun spice. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, this is going to be helmed by the executive chef, Jordan Savelle. And hopefully I'm saying his name right. But he actually was on Hell's Kitchen season 19. Okay. So that's exciting. That is exciting. Yeah. And then they're going to have the Artisan Bar and Lounge. So they're keeping the former name of the hotel and making it the lounge name. The Lexi Pool, which is going to be one of Las Vegas's only European-style pool experiences. And then a reimagined chapel room as well. So big plans here at the Artisan. Well, there we go. And uh, this is, you know, instead of tearing down the old building Mm -hmm. and building something brand new, they're kind of keeping the history alive with this rebrand and bringing new ideas to the property. So I'm excited to see what happens when uh, the Lexi opens up. Yeah. And FYI, if you're wondering where it is, it's West Sahara, right near the I-15. You kind of mm-hmm. pass it in that area. So uh, to the south of the stratosphere, to the north of Resorts World, about a couple blocks over from the Las Vegas Strip. Yeah. And, you know, speaking of uh, keeping history alive, there is another classic Las Vegas property in downtown Las Vegas that is celebrating really a monumental milestone when you think of 
Las Vegas and how, like I said, our, as things get old, they get bulldozed to the ground, <laughs> something new gets built. Uh, the Golden Gate Hotel and Casino is celebrating 117 Ooh. years of operation. So can we just yeah. pause and give lots of applause and cheers to the Golden Gate? exciting 117 years it opened in 1906 it's the first hotel in las vegas which i knew but i forgot until i read the little blurb i'm like oh yeah it is the first hotel in las vegas yeah and it's a cool spot now too it is i love it there's a lot happening down there there really is um so congratulations you know obviously playing a huge role and the evolution of the city's hospitality and gaming industry. So, you know, if the Golden Gate Hotel and Casino didn't start it all, we may not be here today. Who knows where we would be? We'd still be riding horses and <laughs> non-gaming and watching tumbleweed roll through the desert. And, and it would be the divorce cat where people come to get divorced. <laughs> right. With no strings attached. Uh, congratulations, Golden Gate. And next time you are... Uh, in Las Vegas, make a trip downtown, stop into the Golden Gate, and um, tell them that we said to stop and congratulate them. <laughs> Dean and Sean sent you. <laughs> hey, listen, I know a lot of people love WWE. Sure do. Oh, my gosh. I saw this release come across, and I said, we got to let everyone know, because I know it's such a big deal, but we're getting the WWE Friday Night SmackDown at Grand Garden Arena at MGM, and tickets are on sale right now, so FYI, but it's always a huge event. It's March 24th here in Las Vegas, so if you want to attend... FYI, again, the tickets are on sale now. You got to secure your spot. I think it said it starts at like four o'clock or something. I was like, wow, they get a whole night of it. <laughs> yeah, well, they have to do it because it's live, I believe, oh, for right. the East Coast. Right. So, you know, that is the the price we pay uh-huh. out here in the West when there's a, a big live event happening. It has to be, you know, in the afternoon so that our friends on the East Coast can watch it before it's bedtime. I know. Gosh, you're right. And it's so funny how many people love it. They go all over the country for this. Like, like, well, all the WW, because there's more than just the SmackDown. There's a whole programming thing, right? And we're getting the other thing at uh, Allegiant Uh, Stadium. Money in the bank. Money in the bank. That's right. And that's a big one, too. And I mean, it really is astounding how large the fan base for WWE is. Mm-hmm. I think every WWE event in Las Vegas that we have had has completely sold out. Right. It's huge. And, you know, I mean, I kept up as much as I could, but, like, I think I stopped following in... Was there an Andre the Giant? There was Andre the Giant. <laughs> I mean... I knew that sound of... And Hulk Hogan. Yes, that was my to. era, too. Rowdy Roddy oh, Piper. Oh, yeah. And, You're right. Uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan and uh, Jake the Snake Roberts. Okay, now it's gone over remember my head. Remember all these guys? No, but I remember the first guy. I mean, this said, is... And the second. That's when I stopped following, <laughs> and that's been decades, so... <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. But it's good to have uh, WWE continually making stops here in Las Vegas for uh, the huge fan base here. And you already have your ticket for Pink over at Allegiant Stadium on October 7th. Sure do. And now 
This week, we learn Madonna is stopping in Las Vegas on her global tour that she announced, 35 cities, and she's coming to T-Mobile Arena on October 7th. Ask me if Madonna at T-Mobile Arena is going to change my plans for that night. (laughs) Will it? The answer is no. Are you... (laughs) You're not a material girl? I am firmly... Planted in my plans to see Pink. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be a great show. That's interesting. Now, Pink's at Allegiant Stadium. She is. Madonna at T-Mobile. Allegiant Stadium is bigger than T-Mobile, right? So Allegiant Stadium, uh, I believe, has a capacity around 60,000 fans. The way that... Pink's tour is set up. Right. Um, it'll be at one end of the arena. So capacity will probably be, I saw around 38,000. Okay. Uh, T-Mobile, T-Mobile Arena, I know for hockey games, it's around 18,000. Right, yeah. Um, so if Madonna is doing the same thing, kind of having her stage set up at one end, um, I'm guessing it's mm-hmm. probably around 10, 12,000. Oh, hmm. Battle of the Divas. I know, 15,000 maybe max. (laughs) I don't know, but there has been a lot of discussion about this Madonna concert Mm -hmm. since it was announced that she was doing this greatest hits tour. Um, She's kind of burned some fans in the past by not starting her shows on time and not just a little bit late. No, and she's really not just even like, I would say these fans were more angry than like when when Adele canceled her shows at the Coliseum. Like they were like very like, we tried to bend. We get it. Madonna, you do it your way. You do it different. You're showing up late. It's part of your shtick. But one person I think is even suing (laughs) because she was, I want to say four hours late. I can't remember the show if it was Miami, but anyway, she played here at the the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. And I remember specifically people tweeting after she was late, not an hour. I think it was around like two hours at that point. Two or three. I think so. Saying, I got to go. I got a babysitter tonight. I spent a lot of money on the tickets. I spent a lot of money on the babysitter. I told him I would be, but now if it hasn't even started, I'm going to be out for another two hours as the show goes on. So people were really, really frustrated and kind of had said, like, it's my last go at it. So I will be curious to see if she does well in sales. Well, and I already saw a bunch of uh, people on social media saying that, um, and and these are Las Vegas residents, mm-hmm. um, so that doesn't account for fans or anything, and it doesn't even account for all Las Vegas residents, but I saw people saying, you know what, Pink puts on one hell of a show, she's on time, she sings, she flies around the the stadium, already got my tickets to see her, that's how it's going to be. Yeah. Right. So I I wonder how many people are going into it with that same mentality and being like, you know what, if you're not going to start on time... Yeah, I wonder. It'll be interesting. I mean, listen, my Madonna's got some great music out there. She is iconic. There's, I did also see a bunch of comments of people saying she's gotten really weird on like her TikTok and stuff. And mm-hmm. I don't know. It just, I, I don't have it in me to go. I'm good. I mean, she puts on one heck of a show. 
She is iconic. If you love Madonna and you never got your chance, you know, go to the show. It could be, it could be great. I, I hope she changes her ways and she's not late. It's rude. Being late, a little late is fine if it's part of your shtick. Well, look, Mariah Carey, I've been to her shows yeah. when she starts 45 minutes late. Okay. Yeah. But three hours. Three hours. Come on. Ridiculous. It's, yeah, it's a real slap in the face. So That's like a whole nother activity that you could have fit in before going to the concert. I know. I know. You could have gotten your grocery shopping done. <laughs> you could have Time is stopped valuable. at the dry cleaner to pick up your stuff. I mean. Right. Yeah. You know. Fun. Be respectful of your fans, Madonna. Exactly. And listen, she has some diehard fans, and I know they are thrilled she's coming to Las Vegas. So Madonna at T-Mobile Arena, Saturday, October 7th. I think tickets are on sale already, so go get them. Dan, one last thought on her. I know that the <laughs> set list is going to be great because it is. it is her best hits over the past four decades, 40 years of great music, um, you know, from the best hits of the 80s mm-hmm. right on through the 2000s. So it's great music. It'll be a great show, um, period. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. We'll be tuned into Twitter that night to see who says For Madonna sure. entered the building uh-huh. <laughs> and at what time. <laughs> Maybe I could get some last-minute tickets after the Pink concert to go and see Madonna. You could, <laughs> post-show. And that's the thing. It's like, you wonder though if Madonna, okay, I'm just going to, last thought. If we all complain about Madonna being late, I almost feel like she feeds off that and she might be late just because she's like, well, I'm not going to cave. True. Everyone's not going to tell me to show up on time. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to be late and you'll I'm just Madonna, have to deal with it. damn it. it. <laughs> All right. Well, we mentioned we went to David Blaine's show over at Resorts World. He came back. Only thing I wanted to mention there is I noticed a lot of people really raving about the show yeah. uh, this time. They did last time, too, but I feel like even more and more. And I don't know if he made some tweaks, but people were saying they were loving it. I saw Danny DeVito went to the show, and I saw a picture of him and Chris Angel. So Chris Angel, another illusionist, magician. And people always wonder, do Chris Angel and David Blaine get along? And... We were like, I mean, I don't see why not. They're completely different kinds of, yeah. you know, their shows are completely different. Anyway, Chris went to David's show, took a picture together. So I love to see that camaraderie supporting another illusionist. Uh, just on the magic note, um, I did just see a post from Matt Franco, who has a show over at uh, the Link Resort. Uh, he is on hiatus oh. for a month because he and his wife just welcomed a new baby. Oh, congratulations! So he's taking some paternity leave. Okay. So for I believe the the month of January ish, maybe mm-hmm. into February. No Matt Franco shows, but he will be back. Good. As um, you know, after he spends time with his time his with new child. Congratulations. Um, speaking of that. Our new bestie, Dane Cook, is coming to the Cosmopolitan on April 1st. Now, why do you say he's our new bestie, Dana? (laughs) Because I posted an Insta story from our (laughs) Vegas Revealed account and, you know, said he was coming, which was great. He reposted, you know, was excited about it, whatever. And then I reposted because I didn't mention the tickets go on sale like January 20th, 10 a.m. or whatever. And then he reposted and said, I know, I know, I know with this funny graphic. Like he was excited. The tickets were going on sale. And then like we kept going back and forth. So at one point I was like, hey, are we besties now? 
And then he responded, I hope so. <laughs> so it was just kind of a funny thing. Um, but Dane Cook, I think is hilarious. I think he's hilarious. Um, I haven't seen him do stand-up or even seen a special of his in a while. No. So I look forward to him doing live shows again. Um, th- there were some tweets that we got that were not so favorable, but I don't know. Maybe he's one of those love-hate comedians, but... Could be. Could be. But over at uh, Cosmopolitan. Yes, Cosmopolitan. Get your tickets. He'll be over at the Chelsea inside the Cosmopolitan on April 1st, April Fool's Day. That'll be a good show. Yeah, it will be a good show. Um, Something we mentioned, I believe, last week that we were starting uh, regular segments on KCAL News in Southern California. Every other Thursday, Dana and I... Um, are going to be on in the mornings to talk about the big topics that are happening here in Las Vegas. And we want to say, first of all, a big thank you to everyone over at KCAL News for welcoming us, Um, but also for uh, people who tuned in and watched this segment and had some really nice things to say. I know. We were so proud of the way everything went and the response that we got. Uh, It was wonderful. We had a few topics that day, which included the MSG Sphere, the Fountain Blue, and Randy's Donuts opening up at Resorts World. We kind of ended on that because we know it's like a famed LA location. So that was a lot of fun. And, um, you know, with the MSG Sphere, we did a little research there, made some calls and got some information that kind of hadn't been out there yet. So I think people really appreciated the new details and... We were proud to reveal some of it. Um, We talked a lot about the MSG Sphere, I think, the podcast before, but I'm trying to think a couple of the new things we learned since then and that we put in the KCAL report, uh, one of them being that they plan to use the MSG Sphere 365 days a year. So it's not just going to be, yeah, it's not going to be like a headliner's coming in and there's a show. I mean, they plan to really utilize it. Um, They also plan to... Make it an attraction. People will come to Las Vegas just to go to the MSG Sphere. Yes, there's hotels, there's casinos, there's attractions, but they feel like this one. And, you know, it's going to have full 4D effects. We know also they're partnering with Formula One, which means that it is going to be open by November of 2023 has to be open by then. Yeah. We know U2 is in the running, um, and there has been a lot of talk about U2 opening at the Sphere. And apparently, a couple, or if not a few, big acts are going to be announced within the next, like, two weeks. So we're going to learn more and more. They've really started to pump out information for 2023. I heard rumors that a a famous piano man Mm. might be in the running to have a show here at the sphere. So I'm interested to see if, uh, those rumors Elton or Billy Joel, Billy Joel. Okay. I was going to say, cause we said Elton wasn't going to come back. Yeah. So funny. I was just listening the other days I was driving to a Billy Joel song and I thought, you know what? I love all of his music and I've it's never so seen good. him live. I've never seen him live. I mean, I used to, I, I like played his records uh-huh. growing up and it, he is, he's, Great. Yeah, he is great. I love a. Oh, he'd, he'd be great. Uh, it's going to be unlike anything. It fits twenty thousand people. Uh, they have a whole studio in Burbank, California, where they're like testing out concepts. And I mean, it's going to be unreal. The whole outside. When I was on the morning blend this week with JJ Snyder, we were talking about like, I wonder how bright it's going to be at night. And I'm like, yeah, is there like a, a sphere curfew? Like it has to dim. 
<laughs> by like, and I'm like, I don't think so because it's the Las Vegas Strip. Well, I have a feeling if they have a curfew, <laughs> the Luxor's light will have to be under the same rules. Exactly. Um, and when we went over there and, and got some video of the sphere, they were testing some of those exterior LED panels yeah. down on the ground. And as of like now, they're now testing the panels that have already been installed around the top of the mm-hmm. giant sphere. So we're seeing it start to illuminate and come to life. Yeah. And if you don't know where it is and what we're talking about, it's behind the Venetian. Um, you can't miss it. And if you want to see our segment, we posted it on our Instagram, also on our Twitter, or you can just Google KCAL News Vegas Revealed, and you'll see the segment. And that will bring you to some video of the sphere under construction, and also what it's going to look like when it's done. Pretty cool. Uh, This is also the time of year when we start seeing uh, some really spectacular Chinese New Year displays and celebrations all over Las Vegas. Um, It is the year of the rabbit, Mm -hmm. and we know that uh, the Venetian has a massive rabbit that was just installed over there. Right. Oh, and I was just looking it up because I thought, oh, let me find fun facts. And guess what? What? Rabbits were born in 2011, 1999, 1987, 1975, which means I'm the year of the rabbit. I'm 47. Well, happy Chinese New Year to you. Happy rabbit year. This is exciting. I didn't even know. It's my year. I'm glad I'm a rabbit. I think I'm a like a pig or something. Oh, are you? See? Or a, a hog. Oh, see, I'm glad I'm a rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was looking up like the the meaning behind it. Um, we'll talk about it more in the future when we do a little Google dive. But like you mentioned, uh, we've got a lot of events happening and we do it right here in Las Vegas. We always celebrate the Chinese New Year. You can find beautiful, beautiful ceremonies happening at all the different hotel casinos. I know yeah. January 23rd, the Venetian's doing something at 3 o'clock. Uh, Aria's got plans, Bellagio, MGM Grand, the Cosmopolitan, Caesars, everywhere. They do the lion dance. And like you were saying, they have some huge displays planned this year. And I know we were just getting a glimpse of the one at the Palazzo, and they have like a huge rabbit right in the atrium with the waterfall. Uh, yeah, a, a giant steel uh internal structure that was created to to make that bunny come to life and it's not a creepy rabbit either you know how the easter bunny can be super creepy sometimes (laughs) actually like most of the time right this is a really cute rabbit Mm -hmm. to celebrate the the chinese new year yeah always a great time here in las vegas all right let's do some tips All right, to kick off tips, one of the recurring topics that always comes up here on the podcast and just in conversation when Vegas uh, is brought up as a a topic, parking. Right. And every time we always say, oh, it's free to park at Resorts World still. Well, we can't say that anymore. We cannot. It finally changed. I think it was like January 4th or something like that. You have to However. Right, however. That's the best part, right? Uh, However, there's an easy way out of it. We've got the big tip. Download the app. Become a Genting Rewards member. It's free. Doesn't charge in nothing. You'll have access to the app. And literally in there, there's a tab called Parking. And it makes a little QR code-ish thing with your name on it. You scan that when you go in and you park for free. Boom. 
It's as easy as that? It's as easy as that. <laughs> well, geez. So it gets everyone to sign up, but, um, you know, it's free. It's not like you have to sign up and pay a membership fee or anything, so why not? And there are great benefits in there, too. I was looking, because I'm a local, the amount of local specials in my app, it's like there's some really, really good ones. And one of them now includes free parking, which is amazing. But you get like these messages and they tell you like all these different things that are going on that pertain to you. Like, hey, you can stay here for from this date to this date for 30% off. Wow. Yeah. Or you can go up to uh, floor 66 and it's 20% off for locals on weekdays. Great. Or, hey, we're having a $69 prefix over at Fuhu and you get three courses and a cocktail. So like... It's worth having this if you are visiting Resorts World anyway. So just download the app, sign up, and be a member. Amazing. I love that. Yeah. Good, good tip. And by the way, uh, the fee to park, it's a $10 maximum per day, correct? Uh, that's what I saw a sign say. I haven't been over there since, but the sign said $10 max. Yeah, so I'm, I and saw I, that too. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure, uh, like we're 99.9% sure. But, like, if it's not, then it was the point oh one. <laughs> Don't come back and yell at us. <laughs> We're communicating what the sign told us. The sign said that. Yeah, so it's not bad. We park, we valet parked the other day. Listen, I'm just going to call it out because we valet parked the other day at Planet Hollywood because we had equipment for a shoot. Yeah. It was $40. And I was like, okay, not Planet Hollywood. We Miracle Mile shops. Well, it's same thing, right? No, it was a, the Planet Hollywood, oh, the right. main valet. The main valet. You're right. We did. So I don't know. That's a lot. I know it was valet. But I think even parking sometimes when we've gone there, isn't it like 20, 25 bucks or something just to self-park? Yeah. Something like that. It depends on the night and what's going on. But anyway, if you can save yourself that, do it. Hey, we're going to the Smith Center. Or we went to the Smith Center. When this posts, we have we will have already went to the Smith Center, but we can't talk about right now what the night was like because we haven't gone yet. But we're talking about Moulin Rouge. Sean and I are going to see Moulin Rouge Friday night. So last night, if you're listening to this on the first day the podcast was posted. <laughs> oh gosh, that was a mouthful. Because I don't want to be a liar. I don't want to be like, we enjoyed Moulin Rouge. It was what a night. Did you see so and so? That would be lying. It would be lying. <laughs> I follow the rules. I'm a Virgo. I, I lo- and a rabbit. <laughs> and a Virgo a rabbit. and a rabbit. That's You're a good combination. Rabbit. Yeah, we're excited to see Moulin Rouge. Uh, it's part of the Broadway series that is ongoing over at uh, the Smith Center. I believe later in the uh, spring and March, they have uh, Frozen, the musical coming, which is going to be jam-packed. Mm-hmm. Families Huge. are going to love to go and see that. So we thought here, you know, and part of the tip is, hey, here, there's a whole slew of incredible Broadway shows at the Smith Center, which is right near downtown Las Vegas. Even if you're visiting, yeah, you want to go see a show, go up there. And I believe that uh, a lot of times they do release uh, some last minute tickets, like mm-hmm. the day of the show. So it's always worth checking in uh, with the Smith Center box office to see if there are any tickets that have become available or, you know, if people end up not being able to go and put their tickets back up for grabs. Mm -hmm. Other shows coming up in March, uh, Mean Girls, the musical, Tina, the Tina Turner musical will be there in June. 
which will be really good. And I believe that's it for the season. Yeah, so we're rounding out the season. And then the new Broadway uh, season kicks up the second half of 2023. So it's a good lineup. But we want to remind everyone the Smith Center's there. And next podcast, we'll let you know. I'm sure we're going to love Moulin Rouge because I know it's gotten like Tony Awards and all that kind of thing. And by the way, aside from the touring Broadway shows that make stops at the Smith Center, they always have great lineups. Um, They have multiple venues at the Smith Center Complex. So uh, you can go to thesmithcenter.com and check out the full lineup of entertainment that they have uh, across their their complex. And I'm sure that you'll find something that is going to be amazing. Mm. All right, guys, that's it for us. We hope you have a great week and we'll see you next time. I always say we'll see you. I'm so used to being on TV. We will talk to you. We'll chat again. (laughs) (laughs) On episode 153, again, thanks so much to the Vegas Near Me app for sponsoring this podcast. Download it now. It's available on Google Play and iOS 16. So they have great maps, by the way. I wanted to mention that look inside the actual hotel casinos to find out where things are. They've now updated that, and you can get right in there. If you want to know where the restroom is, if you want to know where a certain restaurant is inside the property, you can do that now. Well, I was just going to mention restrooms because that is one of the most difficult things for people to find. It is. When they walk into a casino, like, where are the restrooms? Where Mm -hmm. are the restrooms? Vegas near me will help you out in a pinch when you need to get there quick. (laughs) They'll tell you where the bathrooms are. And uh, you can download Vegas Near Me. Please do it using our link. We would appreciate that. We have it in our show notes, okay? And that'll get you right to where you need to be. And again, it is a free app. We like free. We'll be back next week. Have a good one. Drive on through the night. The desert's